episode of Beating Alpha. This is episode 78, and we have a very special guest, and I'm very uh, flattered that she took her time to be on the show, and we have Christine Fluke. So a little bit about her. Uh, Urbanized Properties is a boutique pro uh, brokerage firm located in Miami, Florida. Um, it's a small team, but still they're, they're delivering big results, creating opportunities, exceeding expectations, building wealth one client at the time. So that's, that's very cool. I'm looking forward to hearing how a small team can produce big results, uh, how do we get that one client at a time, uh, at the same time? And uh, very happy to have you on today, Christine. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here and uh, let's dig in and have some fun. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So listen, um, I'll decide the business for now. It's all about you. And uh, I would like to, and I think the audience would like to know your background and your story into real estate investing and how did it start for you? Excellent. Thank you so much. Um, I've always been in sales pretty much my whole life. I started out whew, working at a restaurant with my mom. So I would serve the, the customers. It was a burger joint. And so I was always making sure, you know, that everyone's experience was a pleasurable one. Fast forward to other restaurants that I worked at in Orlando. I actually worked at Disney and working at Disney, you definitely have to have certain characteristics certain work ethic and that allowed me to meet so many other people like in sales and in marketing and i knew that i was more than just kind of in the restaurant world so it brings me to miami in 1999 where i worked at a restaurant on lincoln road called van dyke cafe before moving to miami i had thought that I wanted to go down the road of recording music. So I went to recording, uh, it's a prop, excuse me, it's a studio there that taught you how to run music and do all that sort of fun. And I got a call from Criteria Records here in Miami, which brought me down here in 99. I started running the jazz of the, well, I was bartending upstairs in the Van Dyke Cafe that was on Lincoln Road, which is no longer there. And I started running the jazz bands would come in. And so I started setting up the microphones and doing all the music. The reason why I mentioned that all to you is because I'm always a front of the house kind of girl and being in music and recording, it was kind of a back of the house kind of gig. So being in sales, I realized I need to be in front of people. It was in 2004 that I started in real estate. My friend saw how great I was at the sales that I was doing. You should get your real estate license. I'm like, oh my gosh, going back to school, really? <laughs> so there I went. And since 2004, I've been in real estate and I've been mostly on the transactional side of real estate. It started residential and it grew into commercial. The three asset types that are probably the top tiers that we do work on is multifamily, retail shopping centers, and also warehouses. We've also dabbled into land and office buildings. I have had the pleasure of working with a partner in Miami for the last six years doing fix and flip 
single family homes, mostly geared towards the first time home buyer. That ranges from, let's call it under 200,000. And we've kind of created a template, same paint color, same floors, same fixtures, and just moved on from one house to the next to the next. Miami is not an easy area to, you know, get around roof permits and, you know, when you have to do rehabs to properties. And then of course, if you run into the summer, you run into a lot of rain, which, you know, starts at, you know, 11, then it's done at 1130, then it comes back at two. So when you're dealing with contractors, you've got to make sure that you can navigate the weather <laughs> on top of dealing with, you know, permits and things like that with the city. So I recently had the pleasure and the privilege of being part of a larger syndication in multifamily. And that was in November. So I'm an LP in a project in near the Dallas area. It's quite about five, over 500 units. Right now, I am focusing on starting to build my own portfolio, but I'm still mostly, I would say 90% transactional. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's very interesting. I'm looking at the website currently there urbanized properties uh, website that you can find at urbanizedproperties.com. And uh, you did, I mean, 200 million in sales, uh, 450 transactions. So again, uh, as you said, you know, Miami, Florida, I mean, there's a lot of people in, in particular investors, you know, multifamily investors and commercial, residential. There's a lot of people looking towards Florida. And again, uh, due to the, you know, to the trend, you know, baby boomers are going south, you know, all these places like Georgia, you know, North, South, North Carolina, you know, and uh, Florida is being one of them. So yes, they are. I just found out, I read an article last week, if I may interject, uh, it's like a thousand people moving here a day, obviously California, New York. So there's definitely, um, you know, opportunity for, you know, them to be able to come down and hopefully by their dream home and or investment property. Hopefully I get to help small percentage of them. <laughs> well, I'm sure you, I see by the numbers, it looks like you're adding a tremendous value to a lot of investors. But the question is, uh, you tried residential property sales, sales for a little bit, right? Yeah, that's how I first started out to yeah. get familiar with how to work in real estate and you know learn the contracts, learn the lingo. And I did that for probably about two years and then I was working at a brokerage at that time that was doing more commercial. So I started out with smaller units, four, 10 units. So I was contacting owners, getting buyers connected and selling those properties. A lot of where I am today has been based on just kind of old school methods, picking up the phone, calling owners, connecting with buyers, and I would say a large majority of our business and success comes from off-market transactions. A lot of times, let's just face it, people don't know what to say when you're on the phone. Yeah. So being able to have dialogues and being able to keep an owner on the phone and keeping them engaged to work with you and showing them that you are the right person to work with has been a big success for urbanized properties. It's just me and Janet. She's the broker, I'm the director of sales, and we're kind of 
running the show over here in Miami, even boutique being what it is, we still are up against the larger, you know, commercial yeah. brokerages, but we are successful with clients that, I mean, I have a client that has up to a hundred million dollars to spend every year. Of course, I want to be in front of him as much as I can. Yeah. And I'm grateful that he takes my calls. He answers my emails because I'm always sourcing deals to him, whether they work out or not. It's always about the numbers, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's great. I love what you said, you know, about the phone. Because uh, a lot of people stop using the phone. It's all through emails and voice messaging. And half of the time is, is all this, you know, AI-based technology is what is, is helping us to do the work. But the calling and talking, you know, with the people, potentially like buyers in your case, uh, who might be, you know, interested into selling these properties, you need to know how to talk with them, right? How to get them on the same page as, as you. So like phones is definitely a lost art. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely agree with you on that one. What, what do you think? Thank you. So what do you think about the people again, who are saying, oh no, I can source my own deals. You know, I can go and, and call these people myself. You know, I don't need a broker to find those deals. Cause I'm sure you're coming across those people too. So like, can you talk about, again, from the beginner standpoint, because there might be some people watching and thinking, I can do that by myself. Why should I, why should I need a broker? So can you talk about advantages that might help that, you know, beginner investor, uh, you know, to find these deals quicker and, you know, better? Well, thank you for the question. I'm, matter of fact, I was on a call yesterday with a gentleman from New York, and he's only been in the business in multifamily for about six months, but he has experience with single family and he has a coach. So I think a mentor is definitely a leg up on someone who wants to get started in the business because you don't want to try and reinvent the wheel. You just want to kind of hopefully add value. And that's what I focus on mostly is adding value, whether it equals a dollar amount for me, that's not always what it's about. And I'm very much, a wholeheartedly person about saying it's not always about the money. It's about the conversation that I had with him was how can I bring value? I know the areas he wants to be in and he wants to create relationships with brokers. I do have relationships with brokers and a lot of things that we're able to do is off market together. So I would say to answer your question, um, I guess I would just say, well, how's that working out for you if you don't want to work with a broker and you do want to contact these people directly? How's that working out for you? <laughs> How fast are you getting to those opportunities? If you had an opportunity to be faster at getting to it, would you allow that avenue to be part of your daily or weekly or monthly you know, activity? So it's not always easy. It's very tedious. Uh, you know, you've got to dig into corporations. You've got to dig in to find the right person. Who's the acquisition. Sometimes you run into the CEO and hope that they give your message to the right person. So you can deliver a property for them to buy. So I guess starting out fail and fail a lot, but don't be so hard on yourself and just learn and uh, keep asking questions. That's, that's the right, that's the right attitude. And that's a great advice. I love what you said, you know, how is that, working, you. Out? How is that working out for you? <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot of times uh, you've got to lead with questions yeah. because if you just answer and, and, and make a lot of sentences, yeah. there's nothing for them to answer. So you've got to ask questions. You might already know the answer, 
but you've got to ask the question so you can get them to answer and some psychologically they hear that yeah you know it's better so. it's better it's better than assuming and thinking oh i know it's not working for you let me help you you know you, you're kind of <laughs> it, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. that's good i, I love so, that so thank you lo looking at the current market like i'm not from states as i told you prior to the interview uh and again for the people who are watching this uh they are from states like what's the current situation of the florida market like in particular maybe if, if we can talk miami market also like is it a buyer's a seller's market let's what's currently going on in, in the market and uh, like what type of deals uh, are you selling currently Great question and thank you. Um, I would say right now I'm focused mostly on, on multifamily. Beginning of the year, it was a mixture of retail and multifamily. Um, I work on what they call big box retail shopping centers. Big box means national tenants, whether it's a party city or a big gym that's nationwide. That switched obviously with COVID. So now you've got all the people in the retail shopping center sector have hopped over to multifamily. So mm -hmm. let's call it a thousand people in multifamily. Now maybe there's 3000 people in multifamily that are looking for opportunities. I am seeing a lot of activity in multifamily in my Facebook group, urbanized properties. I do share a lot of transactions that are taking place and whether they're you know a 10 unit building a 16 unit building or a 300 unit building i'm expressing the fact that the market is still happening and things are still moving yep. i also work with triple net properties let's call it a cvs or a walgreens and there was a property that sold earlier this year in broward and that company flipped the property in a few months and sold it to somebody else. I researched that somebody else, and now I'm helping that somebody else acquire other triple net properties. I actually have a triple net Walgreens right now that I have a customer that I'm helping him sell it. And so I've now have a new buyer with the relationship that I have with the seller, and now I'm trying to move his property. And of course it's off market. So I'm seeing right now Office buildings are still selling. There's a big need for medical, as you can imagine, mm -hmm. um, for people to buy already existing medical tenant properties. Um, Tampa right now and the West Coast, I'm getting a lot of requests for that area, as well as Orlando and Central Florida. Jacksonville is also big uh, on the radar. Um, Miami right now, the price per unit is quite high. I've been working in areas where I was selling at 75,000 a door and now things are at 200 a door. And it's you know, somewhere between a five and a six cap, but it's still, it's somewhat ridiculous. Some of these pricing that brokers are out there presenting when it's not really a lot of reality buyers that I work with. So I don't know if I answered your question or not, but there's definitely assets across the board, multifamily, retail, office, land is, you know, a big opportunity right now as well. I was working on something that was 14 and a half million for development. People buy on a per buildable unit. So they break it down not only 
price per square foot, but they, how much they're going to pay on a per buildable unit to be able to build a structure. I also, if I may add, working with several development groups that are looking for garden style, which means three to four stories max versus a 32 story building. So you need more land. And obviously when you're in the city or urban cores of Miami, there's only so much land sizes. So you tend to build mm -hmm. up and not out, but I have more people that want to build out. So therefore I have to go to other areas of Florida, like Naples, Cape Coral, Bradenton. So where there's more Lee County, where there's more land and there's not a lot of uh, people that are hitting those areas yet. So I need more like 20 acres, 50 acres to be able to build perhaps maybe multifamily there and or single family uh, communities. Mm -hmm. Got it. So how is the construction going on currently in Florida or maybe in Miami? Uh, it's oh, it's slowed down. It's yeah. for sure. I mean, yeah, getting permits and things have slowed down, but there's yeah. been a lot of projects that are already, you know, been in production, if you would, and um, definitely turned a lot more to apartments than condos mm -hmm. because Miami's known for a lot of condos yeah. for builders to do, but there's definitely a lot of shift right now in people buying, uh, developers building more apartments. Got it. So when it comes to the big companies moving in, is there any big uh, manufacturing, you know, big uh, companies like Amazon or Google, like uh, currently or in a future planning, planning to move in to create, you know, more jobs. So it, it will benefit those multifamily operators, you know, what, what's going on with the employment in, in the areas? Great question. Matter of fact, just read an article yesterday. <laughs> yeah, Amaz yeah. Amazon. Yeah. I do a lot of reading. Amazon just paid $22 million for a site down South and it's Miami Dade County owned the land. So they just bought that and they're promising, you know, so many jobs based on so much earnings of that individual employee who's going to be hired for the job. I think it was like a minimum of like 32,000 a year. Mm -hmm. So they have an agreement and they will be building a huge distribution center. There's already a huge distribution center from Amazon in an area called Opalaka. Again, the city owned the land. And so they make agreements based on you're going to create jobs and you're going to create these different things for, you know, the distribution in the area to be able to pump more money to that sector. So yeah, Amazon's big right now. I also live in an area where I do property, where I do, you know, real estate deals in an area called, um, design district where there's name brands, let's call it Gucci, Rolex. <laughs> Even for me, I, I'm like, things are selling for like $1,500 a square foot. That's insane, but people are still buying at those prices. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there, there's always there's always a buyer. There's always crazy, right? There's, a, there's <laughs> always crazy. If you think you find crazy, there's crazier. So, you know, so I that, agree. That, so that's going to be happening, even though it could be, you know, a buyer's market, somebody's going to be selling. If it's a seller's market, somebody's going to be buying. So, so that's the absolutely, way, you know, absolutely. Listen, we, we've been in a shift, I think for the last two years. And the reason why I say that maybe 18 months, because a lot of the properties I give to my clients, they're not biting on it. 
And so they're being very strategic mm -hmm. because of kind of where we are right now with this whole COVID thing and how the market's shifting. And obviously with the presidential, you know, yeah. going on right now, it's, uh, I've, so let's just say I've, I've got to turn over a bunch of rocks or so I, I, so I call it, I've got to kiss a bunch of frogs before I get to the prince. So it's the usual one to five properties that they'll bite on. Now it's like, I've got to present like 30 properties before they make bite one. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And they're very strategic in their areas and where mm -hmm. they want to buy versus just an opportunity to maybe buy something and sell it in two years. They're being very strategic where they buy. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I came across uh, same situations like when I talk with the multifamily investors in particular, uh, they have a lot of deals going on in the pipeline, but somehow they just, you know, refuse the 99% of the deals, even though at some point before prior to the COVID a year before those might be good, good deals. But now they're just saying no and they, you know, flipping a lot of deals and, you know, so, so that's definitely happening. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So talking about your experience, I mean, you're in commercial properties. Uh, I mean, you'll like multifamily, but it seems like you like it so much that you decided to invest as a limited partner yourself in, in a 500 unit deal. I mean, how did that happen? Ah, uh, you know what? That's such a fantastic question. I'm always excited to share the story. Last year, a gentleman on social media was running a contest and we had to do three things for a month, sign up to his newsletter, comment on his post and get like three or five people to join and grow his webpage. Mm -hmm. I'm like, who is this guy? I don't know. Oh, let me go and, you know, have some fun with it here. The contest was to win a ticket to the Jake and Gino event that was in October last mm -hmm. year in Orlando. So being in Miami, all I have to do is hop in the car or drive down there. So I'm like, okay, let me have some fun with this and get to know this gentleman who's out of Boston and Jake and Gino, I don't know if you know them, but yeah. they, uh, okay. So, you know, they're out of Tennessee and also in uh, upper state Florida. And they also have a program coaching program so this gentleman ran this contest and it came down to five people. The names got put into a hat because I asked, how did this happen? And him and his wife were in the kitchen and they drew my name first. Wow. So I won a ticket, even at whatever age it is, whenever you win something, it's still exciting. Yeah. Whether it's a $5 coffee at Starbucks or, you know, a thousand dollar giveaway for whatever but you know in this particular case it was a jake and gino ticket to go to orlando and be at their event and i was just so excited and i won and so that kind of pivoted me to be more uh, around multifamily operators more active besides just my backyard of buyers and sellers so I met people from Michigan, I met people from Pennsylvania, Texas, so forth, so on. And that networking has helped me be more into networking and growing with other people throughout the state of, not just the state of Florida. So now I've been able to talk with people from California, the gentleman I spoke with from New York. So because of that winning ticket, I was able to be part of an opportunity that that gentleman had brought to me, hey, there's an opportunity. Would you like to take a look at it? And this was last year, November. And so 
I jumped in because of that relationship that I created because of the winning ticket and being able to go to Jake and Gino. So I saw firsthand, you know, real people mm-hmm. and not just, you know, people talking and, yeah. you know, yeah. making What's it a- seem like what it is. So exactly well when you see it on social media is is different but when you see it in an event and those people do actually exist like i seen him i see that guy and that girl and you know that's a different yeah. different thing but it's awesome it's absolutely good for you. it's good for you you got the tickets and you got a deal so. and i got a deal i know i'm so i'm so blessed i'm so blessed every day every day is a blessing thank you awesome awesome so listen uh i would like to find out because again you said uh, you're looking to grow your portfolio as, as, as I understood. So are you looking to invest into more uh, multifamily deals from a LP side? Or are you looking to be a GP at some point? Uh, what do you think? Yes, I would like to eventually go into a GP position. I do have and surround myself with people that have the wherewithal. If I, when I do come across an opportunity and I want to present it, and it is definitely a team sport working in multifamily or even just commercial. I can't know everything and do everything and be everything. So for sure, aligning yourself with the right team, people that have experience with syndication, people that have experience with GP, people that have experience with asset management. And I, do, I created a dream board this past year it's been a while since I've done that. And I'm so glad that I did because I have on there what I'd like to do before the end of the year. And I'm pretty close to it, but obviously, you know, it's always a work and effort, effort, work, all that. So I'd like to be, you know, probably a smaller boutique kind of multifamily property where you can bring friends and family in first, get your feet up underneath you because I've been selling real estate and multifamily for so long. I understand a lot of the components and a lot of things you have to do. But when you kind of go in and you're starting to put other people's money into the pot, you definitely want to make sure you have the right team because you don't want to mess up. You want to make sure it's for the future and not the quickie, you know? And so I've, uh, I'm definitely working on, I'd like to get to a hundred units before the end of the year. Um, but I am also keeping open to LP positions. I get offerings all the time in different areas of, you know, the United States, Texas is a market, um, South Carolina, um, Kansas City. So I kind of like all these areas as well. But I would like to obviously start in my backyard where you can touch, feel it, and be able to, like I said, respond to the people that are going to, you know, give you money on it. Yeah, yeah, that is awesome. So I wanted to ask you the question again, as, as we talked, uh, you know, there's a lot of people on social media, like you see these people on social media posting stuff, and then you see them events, you know, so like, but first you get that impression, like from social media, as you said, you got a ticket by, you know, by just social media posts, so, you know, repost that tag to people. So when it comes to your own, you know, boutique or urbanized uh, properties, do you do any of that marketing approach or it's more of a word of mouth uh, thing that you're doing? And when you say uh, that approach, well, are you just, just saying like, do I gain media. customers from yeah. that? Is yeah. That, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So I just want to make sure I answer you correctly. I have an urbanized properties page. I have an urbanized properties group. I have an urbanized properties Twitter. And I also have LinkedIn 
under my name, but I also, you know, that you can create your company as an extension of your LinkedIn yeah. account. I also have another outlet called Web Talk, that that is a new social media outlet that is just coming aboard. Well, they've been around for a little while, but they're gaining traction. So I also use that vehicle to gain customers. One of the things that I do, and I know it's, it could be such a slight thing, but I really make an effort to say happy birthday to people on their social media when it is their birthday mm. and or reach out on LinkedIn and say congratulations on your company anniversary. Just those little drips, um, people turn around and say thank you and then you, oh, I see you're from so-and-so and I was there visiting. So I hope I'm answering your question that yes, yeah, social media is a great outlet, obviously on Instagram as well. I've been trying to be a little more active there. There's only so much time during the day that you can actually stretch yourself to be able to be on social media and find deals and talk to people and analyze. So it's definitely um, a lot of work that you've got to do, but I just try to focus on bringing the deals and doing the tedious things that a lot of people don't want to do, which is contacting owners and trying to make parties come together and get a contract. But social media definitely has helped me grow my network. And they, yeah. it is true. Your network is your net worth. Yeah. In the last year, I've been so blessed to create so many new connections with people. And they are working towards, you know, a monetary reward. But that's not really what I'm always so about. It's just about bringing value and making sure that you're connecting with the right people. And you know, hopefully weeding out the bullshit people, yeah, let's just say yeah, they're yeah. out there. Oh, so yeah. definitely, so, definitely social media has helped me grow and just the little things to connect with people, I think are important. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So before, uh, last question, I just want to read something, if you don't mind, again, talking about what you said, you know, building those relationships and, uh, you know, saying happy birthday in those moments and, you know, connecting with people, adding value, looking at things from service perspective. If you don't mind, I'm just going to read this. This is from your website. Oh. So it has been a real pleasure having you as my realtor. Uh, from the time we first spoke on the telephone, your professionalism, persistence, and dedication really inspired me. Uh, not to mention that you're very efficient, reliable, and great at following up on the deals uh, we have put together from the start to finish. I do thank you for all the efforts and uh, cooperation and look forward to continue working with you in the future. That's from the investor in Miami, Florida. So, I mean, that says a lot, you know, about you and, and your, again, coming back to the telephone skills. <laughs> that's what the person said. Uh, it's, so it's pretty awesome. Again, you guys are doing phenomenal things, adding value, you know, to a ton of people, you know, from, from people who want to buy, you know, just a condo for themselves or the people who want to, you know, invest into commercial property or, you know, whatever that might be. So, I mean, I'm a fan, you know, keep, keep, uh, up, the, keep up the good thank work. Thank you so much. But, thank you so much. You know, before, what, what, one of my, sure. one of my good clients, and I'll just mention this to you, I door knocked them and I, I was working at that time with a billboard buyer. So someone who just buys billboards. So you don't buy the whole building or the whole property. You kind of buy, let's just imagine it, a circle underneath that billboard. So I was helping this client out of Pennsylvania buy billboards here in Miami. And I, this customer that's now someone that I help and work with, I door knocked him because I couldn't find his telephone number. And, um, 
the first time that I knocked on his door, he invited me into his house. How awesome is that? And we talked and now he's one of my best clients and we still, you know, do transactions together. So when you talk about the testimonial and the old school kind of way, just getting on the phone, talking sincerely, bringing integrity mm. and bringing the properties that are real numbers, not inflating and making it bigger or what it is. It's just what it is. Yeah. So because of those genuine approaches, that's what's really been a lot of success for urbanized properties. And like I said, for the two of us, Janet and Christine, we, we do deliver a lot of value to our customers and we've been privileged to continue that. So they know when we call something's up. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Again, that's exactly what it says. Persistence and dedication. So you have that going on. And again, you have to in yeah. commercial Oh, you, you, and, you, and you've got to have an aura about you to let things slide off because believe me, there's, there's times where people hang up the phone on you. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's happening a lot. I've, I've been a broker myself before, uh, I would say about five years ago. So like uh, did exactly the same thing, picking up the newspaper and dialing the phone and just calling random people that you never met and never, never knew before. Are so, you yeah. more investing now? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, okay. not, I'm not investing, but I do talk with a lot of, with a lot of investing. My business uh, nature, again, for the people who are watching, maybe some Great. of you know, maybe you don't. It's more from social media side and we have a couple more ventures coming up in the near future, but that's pretty much it. But real estate is something that I do push on, like the Beating Alpha show, as you guys know, we talk probably with 60% of the people are real estate investors, brokers, you know, people who are flipping deals, multifamily commercial, just the different source of real estate investors, you know, and, and such. So because it's a great place to be in, you know, everybody, is. everybody look at those posts, you know, on Instagram, like landlords grow, you know, when they sleep, like, and it inspires <laughs> them. It's, it's stupid, a little bit stupid. It's a little bit worn out, you know, but, uh, <laughs> For sure. but that's what it is. It's, it's the reality It's the truth, you know, in the times like these, uh, where there's a ton of uncertainty and people are facing really difficult financial problems. Uh, you know, there's always a way out and real estate could be maybe in some cases you need some capital front uh, to buy, you know, let's say like commercial properties like you to get started, yeah, to get started. But at least if you network and just be, you know, help somebody out, you know, because time now is there. So maybe you can dedicate some time by adding, you know, value that way by dedicating time and just being part of something. So and, and that's that's the way it starts. So real estate. I totally is, agree. Yeah. Real estate is a great, great place to be in. Thanks for mentioning. So before we wrap up, I just want uh, people to go and contact you for whatever reason that might be uh, they want to contact. Maybe it's uh, buying a property. Maybe it's selling something. Fantastic. Maybe it's just for fun. Let's go. Yeah. Let's so go. What, what will be those social media platforms for them to contact you? Excellent. Uh, Chris, well, uh, LinkedIn, I'm Christine Fluke. I don't know if I need to spell my name. It's K-R-I-S-T-I-N-E. Last name Fluke, F-L-O-O-K. Got to thank my dad for that last name. <laughs> and uh, obviously through my website, urbanizedproperties.com. On Instagram, I'm at south underscore F-L underscore C-R-E, which means commercial real estate. That's where I'm at on Instagram. And I'm also on Facebook, Christine Fluke, and also Urbanized Properties page and group for that. 
Awesome, awesome. And of I course, think I covered it, right? <laughs> you definitely covered If something is missing, we should, we're going to make sure that all the links are going to be down below for people to follow. So that's no problem. But it's been a really great episode. You know, it's been a really good fun to get to know you. I mean, you're accomplishing some big stuff. I mean, be, being a, a small boutique, as you said, you know, like you're actually doing the big, providing big results, as you said, in the bio. So it's pretty amazing what, what you're accomplishing. And now you're, you're transitioning into investing as an LP, you know, growing your personal portfolio. So that is awesome. You know, it's, I think it's an inspiration to a lot of people, uh, you know, to see you doing these things in a times like these. So I think uh, this is going to inspire a lot of people at the same time. Excellent. I'm so, I'm so blessed. Thank you so much. Every Every day I wake up, I'm excited. I have opportunities and I'm just, I'm just a blessed person. And I just wake up and let's go, let's create and have a little fun and Here maybe even walk on the, walk on the beach every once in a while. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. everybody. I know you don't live in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, and, I was kind of. And don't forget the Cuban coffee. <laughs> uh, why, you have to top it, why you have to top it up with, with, with the Cuban coffee? <laughs> There's a bit, yeah. Uh, we definitely have to visit. Like we always want to, have to visit uh, Miami with wife. So that's, that's going to happen in the future. I don't let maybe, me know. I'm always maybe, happy to help. And, and I, I, when I know, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Whenever people do come to Miami, it's like, let me know how I can help. You know, if you need restaurant suggestions or you want to go here or what. Yeah. So I'm always happy to help in any way I can. Awesome. I've had so, so much fun. Thank you so much. Oh, that's no problem. So again, guys, uh, make sure to contact uh, Christine, uh, for all the real estate and non-real estate. If you want some tour guidance, she can help you with that <laughs> also. Yeah, it's been a really good fun. So guys, make sure just one thing that I wanted to ask you to share this episode with a friend uh, that you think it, it, you know, might enjoy this episode, which I'm sure is going to add a lot of value to that person uh, and give a lot of inspiration to Make sure just to share this. So that, that's all I'm asking. And I really appreciate again, Christine, for being on the show. Guys, as always, uh, I'm going to see you in the next episode. Thanks for watching. Thank you.